Ladies and gentlemen, Crystal Clear Industries, in association with Rhinestone Radio Podcasts, is proud to present Old Hollywood Realness. Brought to you in vibrant podcastoscope for your listening pleasure. Join your hosts Kathleen Null and Philip Estrada as they recap Hollywood's dazzling darlings one film at a time. And now, please sit back, relax, and enjoy the program. Hi, Kathleen. Hey, Philip. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. It's this, you know, it's a cruel summer, right? Yeah. <laughs> we. That Fourth of July is over, to be honest. Know. You know. Now we wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what we're waiting for, but I'm into it. Uh, you know, <laughs> all the people who are going to be affected by the people who went out last weekend, this yes, weekend. Exactly. Because despite laws, people in my neighborhood go feral. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you know, people are going to do what people are going to do. Yeah. God bless their precious you can't little fix hearts. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Well, um, we actor actually welcome back to Old Hollywood Realness. Oh yes, welcome back! I can't think of a better, more uh, uh, escapist yet American movie, and, yes. and quite relevant uh, well, we than what we're doing are, for exactly. today. So this is the podcast where we celebrate the glitz and glamour of Tinseltown's golden era and all That's the right. people who will make it happen, um, and we, some adjacent films like this, this one. This one, yeah. So this is um, uh, this is volume three of our um. Yes. OHR, what a drag. What a drag. What a drag. <laughs> um, we are here to talk about a little film called Hairspray. That's right. From 1988. <laughs> this is a John Waters picture. Um, it's also from New Line Cinema, which is awesome. So this is um, probably the most contemporary movie we have done to date. Yes. Um, but mm-hmm. I love that it's also a period film. So that's dope. That's um, right. Let's see. Uh, uh, we got Ricky Lake starring as Tracy Turnblad, the mm-hmm. you know the plus size goddess we know and love and deserve. Um, yes. Divine <laughs> star the drag queen Divine stars Edna Turnblad and as Arvin Hodgepile, the owner of the TV station. Uh, Sonny Bono plays Franklin Von Tussel. Ruth Brown plays Motormouth Mabel. Debbie Harry plays Velma Von Tussel. Uh, Jerry Stiller plays um, Wilbur Turnblad, Tracy's father. Um, mm-hmm. Colleen Fitzpatrick plays Amber Von Tussel. She is also um, currently known as Vitamin C, vitamin who's a pop C. star. Yeah, yeah. graduation <laughs> song, baby. <laughs> Uh, Michael St. Gerard plays Link Larkin Leslie Ann Powers plays Penny Pinkleton and Clayton Prince plays Seaweed um, some other people of men- that we should mention is Mink Stoll is Tammy and Sean Thompson is Corny Collins uh, we also had Pia Zadora as a beatnik and Rick Ocasek from the Cars <laughs> as a beatnik as well so good <laughs> <laughs> and if you're a fan of The Good Wife, Josh Charles is has his first starring role in this movie. So, oh right, um, he plays Iggy. Yeah. So if you uh, if you're a you know if you love um if you love The Good like Wife, like your deep cuts. Yeah. Right. This is I, I was like, why is that guy so familiar? Yeah. And then I looked. It, this is his first movie. So interesting enough. Uh, also, need to give a huge shout out to our costume designer for this film, who's Van Smith. Um, That's right. Uh, not a lot of information on Van Smith. I googled around and looked for him, but mm-hmm. he did everything. He worked with um, 
he worked exclusively with John Waters in all of the movies that he did. He did like a Pink Flamingos and Female Troubles, um, all of those, all of his movies, all the way up through Pecker, Cecil B. Demented, all of them. Um, so Kathleen, what yes. is your history with Hairspray? Oh my God! Thank you for asking. It's one of my favorite movies ever. It helped form my life. Love it. <laughs> I, I love this movie. It was um, I this was in regular rotation in my early teens and into my teenage years because this came out. Um, I want to say by the time this was on VHS and we could rent it, I was probably around 10. Um, and then also this is a really, I, I really, really special movie just for my whole family, especially with my mom, because my mom was born in 1950. So she would have been around 13, like one of the preteens in the like age of this. And she, I remember watching this as a kid and her going, uh, yeah, this movie nailed it. Like this is how, (laughs) like, but like even because she grew up in Long Beach and just a lot of the stuff, like she just loved this movie and how like they really got it right with like the hair and the the shoes and the oh, makeup yeah. and the white lipstick and you know like just a lot of that which was um you just didn't really see that at that point like people mm-hmm. were still i mean don't get me wrong all movies kind of play fast and loose with yeah. history but like i feel like in contrast to say our movie that we did for our last episode this one is very real like yeah. this one definitely and it's only maybe uh what 25 years out from mm-hmm. when it actually takes place so you can definitely and it's funny you're like re-watching it now um i can almost like you can almost pick out like the 60s um and the eight like there you can see the 60s dresses you can see the 80s dresses you know the late 80s dresses but um but i love that i love that clearly they used a mix of like vintage and new and tried to make it all coordinate that if unless you're just a complete nerd like us like you're not really gonna Mm -hmm. see it obviously because it harmonizes really well with like the whole feel of it but like my mom would like point little things out like like this like the bouffants with the side bows and the bows Uh placed it like you know all that was like to fill in like the holes you know and then um (laughs) the jewelry like the little nuances that were still and like just the white lipstick like and just just taking it on you know like like, (laughs) so like a lot of that was just really like um like i remember her talking about how this felt very accurate to her as somebody who grew up at that time. Um, and you can, <clears throat> excuse me, you can even tell, excuse me, you can even tell with like, especially um, Amber wears a lot of real vintage dresses yeah. and um, she's the girl you love to hate, but damn, oh, does she have God. some looks? She had so <laughs> many good looks. And, like, uh, yeah. Oh my God, so good. But, um, and then, you know, and so, so some of the other characters do as well. Um, and we often talk about how like um, the extras sometimes aren't, like they'll be dressed better than the leads. But I feel like this movie isn't like that because the leads and also the direct leads, like the people who are in the Corny Collins mm-hmm. club oh, yeah. are, are really dressed well, like not just the girls, but the boys too. Like they yeah. really put them in some great, like vintage ties and jackets and the hair. Uh. So sorry, I digress, but yeah, like this movie is everything. And, um, and I have to remember like this, this came out at a time in the late eighties, I'd say early nineties that, um, again, before the internet, before, you know, really being different was celebrated. Mm -hmm, And, and also, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that like, Oh, I'm this huge John water. I watched all I've watched. I've watched. No, I can, but I can say I've watched this movie back to front and I love you. 
John Waters so much for mm-hmm. making this movie because this movie was like it's such a great movie for kids because it's gritty and they don't dumb anything down and it really covers some uncomfortable shit but it's also super corny yeah it's and so corny I love it's the so, fact so that corny it's so and cringy corny. but it's also like so wonderful like and it's so endearing like you said you're just like it just it's gushing with endearment and you just <laughs> it is the best but honestly like and I've seen his other movies and I. People can debate me all day long, but this, I think, is his finest work. Right. It is yeah. my no, favorite I mean, movie. It's really, it's up to personal <laughs> it's taste magic. more than anything. I just think of course. this is so, <laughs> this movie is so, like, earnest with what it's, it's doing. So and it's so, like, it's so, like, I just love that it went there. It just, it just they love went it. there. Like, We're going great. to take everything about the 60s, about the early 60s, yes. pre, you know, pre-hippies and all of that stuff, which yep. everyone thinks about, like, oh, the, the 60s is the, the hippies. 60s, exactly. The 60s, exactly. That's what my mom would say. Yes. Like, no, the, six, the hippies were, like, 68, 69. Yeah. And then early yeah. 70s, technically, if you want to think yeah. about it. But, if you want to get super basic with the decade, right, you've yeah. got, like, your early and your late 60s, even though in the mid, you can really really see that transition but right the, the aesthetic around here was all like camelot kennedy mm-hmm. camelot big kennedy, hair modern, which, like that which mods actually, like the mods a lot of like it, vinyl and exactly weird, like a lot and of, like, it was like start getting in that weird like it was that era too where like um italiano started becoming like a big thing too balenciaga yes all that kind of there was like kind of like a um everyone was into like italian films and like vespas mm-hmm. and that sort of was the 60s that is what they're evoking here which is really it's so it's Dialed up to eleven, which I think is kind of amazing because if you're going to do it, but it isn't. Know, That's the thing. Like, My mom was like, "No, no, no, that hair is real." Like you, no, look, I know. And you look at like, pictures. You can look at pictures, and it's <laughs> legit. But it's also like I just love that it's it could be more real, like it could look yes. grittier. But I think that they're just like, "No, we're going, we're going full tilt on this thing, and we're going to make fun of every aspect of the '60s and of this era." And it's he did such a good job on it. It is such it's a good job. So good. Yep. And if you have not seen this movie, I'm. I mean, good please, God. Like, please, please, please so watch good. it. It is yeah. probably one of the, f- like, I was watching like a little like featurette documentary on um, mm-hmm. on YouTube, which wasn't even like really a featurette. So, I mean, it was kind of like the, like the bare bones of anything. But I think what John Waters said was really true, held true to this movie. He said he wanted everything in this movie to make you laugh. Like he wanted yes. the costumes to make you laugh. He wanted the wigs to make you laugh. He wanted the, every aspect of that, of it. He wanted it to be funny. And yeah. it was, and I think it did a really great job on that. Oh, it, it totally just did. The, just the, the, with the fact that like the fact that Amber Von Tussle was so emotionally invested in like getting to be a Miss Otto show. It's yes. the stakes are but for then you her. See her parents and yes, they're even weirder yes, than her exactly. it's like they're, they're, they are dialing they, their actions are at like a 12 but the goal yes. is like a three i'm just like really you're going to you're going to i know i plant a it. bomb in a wig because of a auto show crown like this is the level we're working with like this is the level of narcissism and like sociopathy like it's like so crazy but that's what I loved about it it was so like and I think this is the um, the first because um yeah, because my experience with it was oh, like, sorry. I don't, and what is oh, your experience no, with this? Not at all. Like, well, I can definitely blather on it for Did sure. Did you grow up with this movie too? Did this you movie watch was this? not one that I grew up with because actually it was funny because it, so it came out in 88, which I would have been seven at the time. 
And um, I think I discovered it when I moved to LA into the 99. So maybe uh-huh. I, by the time I saw it, it would have been only 10 years old. I was, my sister was a diehard crybaby cry fan. And I was just well, like, I mean, I mean, I know people love that film. I, okay, just, I, thought, like, I was like, it's cute. <laughs> but then when I saw, you know, when I saw this movie after seeing crybaby, I was like, Ricky Lake is my goddess. Like she oh, is everything. Like, she's I could, wonderful. like I'm like, Ricky Lake is my, I mean, she's, I mean, she's my, you know, she's my crybaby. She's just like, there's just, she's just so funny and so fun. And she's I just, your muse. She's I like, know, you want, she's you so want to, you're like, what can I make you? I know, she's just so cute. And so like, and I she's just, so cute. Uh, and she, she, she wins. She gets every, she gets the guy. Like she, like she's, she's, she's got a, confidence. She's, she's got, got like great personality. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like she's a model this movie, for they the really hefty show hideaway. That. Yeah, oh like, my God. And like, can we talk about how amazing the hefty hideaway is? Like, and it's like body positivity. But it's, yeah, like, and like the normalcy of it, I think, mm-hmm. and that's the thing too. Is like my mom was talking about, um, <clears throat> and I'm sorry, we I forgot where I digress. We're here to talk about drag. We forgot, oh, right? D- divine. Yes. There's divine. And, like, the divine is the drag element of this and, movie. And it's, it's not yeah. even like we forget him. It's like he's so freaking normal because yeah. we all know women who were like him. Yes. Even my mom grew up with women. We all know women who are like him. He was so natural and then when he became like uh, and he and you i love how they played this really natural family uh-huh, and yeah. you really saw that like what i was re-watching it and even kind of made me misty about how like you saw like amber is is truly tragic because yeah. you see her and and guys this is all pre jean benet ramsey pageants and stuff <laughs> but when i watched it that's what it made me think of i was just like oh my god like this amber never had a chance right but then she's right. got all this stuff she's got beautiful hair and they talk about how she's got all this physical wealth but then you see tracy who goes home to her apartment or you know their little yeah, house like and it's above the gag shop yeah. and you see how rich she is with her family because they love each other so much and they're so like they're so tight and um and normal like they made themselves they made the weird people so normal and i, I think that's it- what i loved about it so much watching it as a kid because i think and we can probably relate to this it's like well I guess I'm not normal, but I'm not really weird, but I'm not really normal. I don't know. But like, I loved how like, like people who were like unconventionally looking were Mm -hmm. so normal in how they lived, you know? I think that was a really, that's a really good point, actually, that the the normalization of that blue collar is like they're blue collar. So when you're in that, when you're in that space, there's a lot of people who are unconventional. They're unconventional, but you find the beauty within them. Like, and the Turnblad is like, she is, she, like when she gets the hairdo and she's like, oh my God, and she becomes like her stage mom. And you saw like, you saw like Debbie Harry, like her, you saw Amber, Amber's mom, stage mom. And then you have Tracy's mom, stage mom. And, and like when they go shopping together and they have their mother daughter shopping time and they go to the hefty hideaway (laughs) and they have matching mother daughter outfits. I know. This is so good. It's so. Oh my gosh! The matching outfits in here are everything. God, you don't understand. When I I think the first time I saw this movie, I like ever since that movie, or ever since that first viewing, I had been saying, "Keep it down." I'm trying to iron. I'm trying to iron here. Every time I just like every time I hear someone say the word iron, I'm just like, "I'm trying to iron here." (laughs) 
It's like my favorite thing about this. And it was funny. I actually ended up watching the the new Netflix documentary called Disclosure about the, like, it's sort of the, um, it's all about, like, trans people in the media and stuff like that. And oh, all about nice. film and stuff like that and the historical reference of this. And they actually did talk about divine in hairspray, which I oh, thought was sweet. interesting. So some of the uh, some of the trans women were talking about how they watched this movie and they realized that they were like, wait, a, a drag queen or essentially, like, a man was a cis man technically is playing a cis, a cis woman so there mm-hmm. is no like it almost like it didn't even he wasn't even a drag queen in the movie which in other no. some I think in some I don't even think in a lot of the movies a lot of um, uh, yeah in a lot of uh, John Waters movies he does play women just straight up he women he just there's plays no, a, a woman right yeah. there's not a trans element or drag element to it so that's what's interesting yeah. about that is that it's sort of just like you have to it's almost theater like it's in that I way, mean is it drag like, by definition because you're playing another gender, but but it's yeah, it is just drag by definition. I think but, I would con- I would consider it drag, but also yeah. it's the fact that he's not playing a drag queen character, he's playing just a you know a woman, a right? Where everybody woman. thinks he's he's just right. a woman, so right? There's not a he's there's playing not a different a, the gender. gender isn't in question there. It's and, right, and it's and I actually think that that's really cool, and I oh, honestly absolutely. think that it's kind of um like Jerry Stiller. Just I was watching, I was just like, dude, this guy is like, I love the fact that he was so game to be like, he just yeah. plays, yeah, like yeah. he's just regular, you know, and he's like, okay, baby. You know, yeah. like they've got this great he's chemistry the together, and like and I love that he's like I love I don't know what it would have been like on set, but I just love the idea of him getting you know working with John Waters and just being like my wife is being played by Divine. He's like he'll probably I mean I could imagine that he was just like okay this is gonna be great yeah. like yeah. I, it, it came across very well and it would just oh I don't of know. course like when Maybe, they're sitting on the couch together watching yes. TV and he's like he's talking about how he's like you know I think our daughter could be a campus leader and she's yeah. just. She's like, you know, those times, they yeah, are a changing. It's so good. So <laughs> but it's good. so warm, and you're like, it's so <laughs> normal. That's why I think this movie, because again, like where, where I was growing up, mm-hmm. you know, I obviously did not, I mean, I'm sure there were, but like I didn't really, obviously, I was not exposed to people who were out gay or drag or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I think anything exposure I would have had to that would have been through movies, like old movies of yeah. like, Oh, here's a man playing a woman, but very much in that way of like, well, I'm fooling people, you know. Right. But yeah. um, and and so when you watch Hairspray again as a kid, when you watch that for the first time, and then of course he's not just playing the mother; he's right. not just playing this wonderful character. He's playing like this horrible character right. too. So again, that made it normal where you're just like, well, he's an actor. I didn't even think of him like as he's yeah he's he's gay or whatever. I just was like, well, he's a guy and he plays two characters, you know. But I really like you just but you love him as the mom, and yeah. I think that you get it. Like for me, it's like, yeah, I mean, you get it. People can play characters you can really love, mm-hmm. you know. It's just it's like people who are like you know puppeteers, you know, like yeah. they do. <laughs> like I don't know. I got it. Like as I a love, kid, I, and I, I, love I loved it. him. I, I love you know? it. It's um. I also love that she's like. I, I don't know. I love Edna Turnblad as a character. She oh Edna just, Turnblad. Is, I'm she's telling got you, so and much like res- there's so much respect for that character too. Like so even much. if they didn't mean yeah. for it, they just never they never did anything to like you know really you know it was interesting. I also loved that the all of the you know the plus size weight you know the weight jokes and the fat jokes were all from they were all from uh, Amber. Like they were, yes. and everyone was like nobody was piling on, and no, it was like very kind of like I don't know. It was oddly woke for the period for that time period. 
period too, which I thought was like, you don't, it was used yeah. to seeing, which I think was interesting. And there wasn't any like real, like there wasn't any like fat shaming jokes at their, at their, either of their expenses. The, the jokes Mm-mm. were literally, the jokes were just the fact that she was the, she was the hefty hideaway girl. I just love that she, and she was living I loved her it. life. Well, she was the other, she was <laughs> yeah. the other. And I think when you're living in this world where everybody's struggling to be and look a certain way and she kind of, you know, like, it's like, well, there's only so much work you can do, right? Like I am a bigger, you know, but it, it wasn't even looking at it like that. She just had that, you know, there are those people. I don't even know if I don't know if I want to necessarily compare her to say like, like Lizzo or someone, but like someone who's just got that mm-hmm. like natural, like, of course they, they may have insecurity or whatever, but they also have just a shit ton of confidence and they truly love themselves. Yeah. And it, like it, you can feel it coming off of them and you want to be around them. Yeah. And I, I have known people like, Tracy Turnblad and you know there's and and I think that we all have probably met somebody like that not necessarily who's even plus but just th- that they are the other yeah. you know and they can really um have this really great uh sort of natural um acceptance of themselves that like makes you want to accept yourself or you just want to like you you know just having a conversation with you with them makes you feel more accepted or more mm-hmm. normal whatever you know yeah. and I think you see that even in in the movie it's like you know, um, the black characters gravitate to Tracy because she's the other, right? Yeah. And they're and also they're like, well, and you're the best dancer, but they're also like, and also you're not, you're just you're not like everyone else on there. And yeah. you can tell it. It's like, and so you're just grateful for crumbs at that point. Like we all know, it's anytime mm-hmm. you see anything where you're representing something different, even though by today's standard, I guess that's so small because we see so much representation of everyone. Hopefully, but again, yeah. pre-internet, <laughs> pre-internet, when everybody was like, had the same body type and the same mm-hmm. look, you're just like, do you see someone that you can identify with just a little bit? And you're like, he's a little gay or she's a little bigger or she's, she, her body looks a little bit more like mine. You're just like, oh, or she, her skin's a little bit more like, but you know, you, you just yeah. identify and you just, you grasp onto that or, you know, like, she looks a little gay, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you know, they're just, you're like, mm-hmm, I'll watch this movie again, you know, yeah. like, so because you just identify with these things that that you know there's they're kind of like coming in bits and pieces and uh sorry i digress but this movie does talk about that and show that and like even how the white kids like have to sneak the black music and Mm -hmm. then the black kids are trying to get on to the show and they have like the integrated days and then you've got like even the host who's like can we just be done with this please it's not even helpful we're not even gonna get good we clearly get better ratings when we don't do this, so yeah. can we not? <laughs> I know, and it's it's interesting too because it's like it, it's a I mean it's an oddly it's an oddly prescient film for right now. It's, it's very not, yes, but it's clearly not moving it's the dial. It's also not moving the dial on that issue, no. of course. So mm-hmm. it wasn't. I don't think it was meant to. I think that it was also meant to sort of like um, point out the absurdity of it all, like of it, that yes. sort of thing. So and kind of you know. Um, I don't think it was meant to do a lot of things. Right. It wasn't meant to be like, you know, like Divine, the icon of this movie <laughs> and Edna Turnblad's freak or even Tracy or even like, I mean, I've always kind of heard that like, you know, John Waters really isn't into kids. He says, <laughs> whatever. He didn't really make this movie for the kids. But you know what? It spoke to the me. It spoke yeah, to me as a kid. Yeah. 
And it's I, his, I only like, show it to kids. It's so, so funny because this it. was his only. <laughs> I was looking around at some of like the t- the the you know the it's factoids and stuff. It's like it was like his first big budget movie, and it yeah. was his only PG movie. So there, this movie is like it's before that. The, it's you know, wonderful. he was doing like Pink Flamingos and like yeah, Female Trouble, and I like no idea. those <laughs> movies are just like if you watch even watching them now, I'm just like, oh girl, you went there. Like that's a little much. Like even yeah. for me, <laughs> like if you're not ready for it or in that head space you're just like woof girl calm down with the with the dog feces um but <laughs> you're like okay all right we get it <laughs> you got a dirty mind so it's interesting that he got he did it's such a funny movie like i was watching it was watching the whole thing and there were times when i just was laughing hysterically <laughs> when someone just came on screen where i was just like oh my god when when they when tracy was in the when tracy was in the prison where in the reform school and they had to give the Amber Von Tussle the crown and she got in that weird little tiny car for no reason other than to like do donuts (laughs) and like wave. I was bawling with laughter. It was the stupidest thing I have ever seen. I was like, (laughs) they spent money on this prop and this is, and they used the joke for a joke and they, it landed so funny because she's just like living her moment and like waving at everybody. Everyone's booing her. Like it's, it's a weird little tiny rocket car. It's so bizarre. But also her hair was a choice. It was like balled up on one side with the pearls wrapped around it. It was just really, ah, so good. God, that mo- this movie is so fucking I know. funny. Oh my there god. There were a couple of shots too. I had did the same thing where I was like, oh, bitch, you know, because it's like <laughs> I love that one sh- I forgot that one shot after she hooks up, she finally hooks up with Link and they're oh, like, yeah. they're gonna go steady, which you're like, that's my fantasy. <laughs> and, then, and then the next shot is her, it's it's the shot of her in the camera with her hand out, like showing yeah, the promise ring, like dangling her hand. You're just like, oh bitch, like, it's so good. <laughs> and the music, oh, that soundtrack uh, is everything. Everything. Like just listening to this music and the soundtrack, I remember like yes, doing the mashed potatoes while watching this movie. It's very easy. You watch them do it, and the music, (laughs) it's bangers all the way through. This is how I learned. I mean, I learned to doubt to do the mashed potato by watching this movie. And yeah, and the shake a tail feather. Yeah, it's it's an instructional video for (laughs) for uh, early '60s dancing, which. Uh, if there's anything I miss, I miss swimming and dancing so much. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I really want to learn the Ma- I want to learn the Madison next. <laughs> yeah, the Madison looks like fun. I know. We'll just play this on a seamless loop and yes, exactly. learn. <laughs> Goodness. Oh God. Uh, you know, when things actually do open up again, this kind of dancing would be super fun. Because I was actually thinking about. It, I'm like, now this is actually social distancing kind of dancing. Because there were so many dances that they did where they don't actually touch. They're, like line They're just dancing, like. Almost together or like they're they're couples but they don't touch Mm -hmm. they're just like you know doing things in tandem maybe and i was just like i'll even do that i would like that now can i just go (laughs) dancing i just miss it so much the other day i was at a um, i was at a friend's house and we had a very small socially distant um like get together and we um i was like we should learn the electric slide and i I was trying to learn the electric slide from youtube (laughs) 
I was doing it for 20 minutes and I was just like, I can't get the transition right. So I just need someone to explain the transition to me and then I'll understand God, you it know, better. You got a good point. Like any kind of line dancing right now, as long as you got the space and you yeah. don't have as many people, you could actually Do social good. distance yourself yeah. in syncopation. Yeah. Oh God, I want my tap dancing class back so bad. You should. <laughs> and then I was trying to teach my friends how to do the floss and none of them can get it right. And I was just like... Oh I don't. I think you have to be a small child in no, order to you do just it don't seamlessly with rubbery arms. You just oh, don't bend your okay. knees. That's all it is. I was like, stop bending your knees, and everyone's like, my knees just bend. And I'm like, you don't bend your knees, but okay, whatever. You guys are doing fine. <laughs> it was really funny watching people try to do that dance. Um. Uh, <laughs> anyway. No, I agree. Sidebar. Um. Anywho, um, no kid. I often see kids doing it while they're like trying to pass the time, like standing next to their parents, or usually ninety percent of the time on their phones. 90, so they're just yeah, like doing the floss. The yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're either ignoring, they're either on their phone ignoring their kids or their dog. So, um, yes, yes. <laughs> both of which need a lot of attention. Uh, yes, yeah. There's God. There's so many good looks in this movie. So many good looks and I, like authentic looks and then like 80s looks and um like people who like random like there's so many great dresses like Mm -hmm. so many good dresses and like people who you wouldn't expect like the special ed teacher had a fabulous dress on when they like when they're saying the pledge of allegiance and stuff and and even their little like their little gym outfits like i have never seen those before since and they're like weirdly lolita i don't know what the hell's going on (laughs) oh my god and i love that the fucking like gym teacher was such a bitch and like screaming at them and like yeah like actually helping like laugh like, with laugh them. at them yeah. and calling them the r word i was just like oh god and it was like and of yeah. course you're, you're just like why is that actually true that a gym yeah. teacher probably did like i feel like my gym teacher did that in high school was like and just, also like, looking at, at like on. everybody who's supposed to be in this class i want to say maybe seven percent of the classes actually has down syndrome yeah. everybody none of them did just, i don't think they're, they're, <laughs> they can't even they're, they're just weird they're just they just didn't want to deal with them that was or not, not white yes, <laughs> just like exactly. she said yep. god i god. jesus there's so many i i mean god i think uh Oh, Amber Von Tussle's mom, uh, Debbie Harry, had amazing looks too. Oh my uh, gosh, she, she had some good looks. Oh, my I just God. love yeah, like the duality between her and Edna mm-hmm. were crazy. I yes. mean, couldn't be more night and day. And and it, I, for me, it's like just because Divine was, it's like no, these are still two women in full drag, like yes. full drag of yes. something. <laughs> that big giant cool whip oh kind of hair gosh. wig, which and is then that so top that like. Dude, I want to recreate the first that top, top that she has, where it's yes. like kind of like the ruffles, the ruffle that go, that's goes backless. really high cut back, and you don't like, even oh. know it's backless till like until and that she turns, halfway and she's through. wearing the little mm-hmm. cigarette high waisted cigarette pants. Oh, the my God. cigarette pants in this movie are everything. I know. I mean, obviously, you need to you need to have a hard and fast eating disorder to fit in those pants because yeah. those are not stretch pants. Well, I mean, and they she are wasn't, very she slim. Wasn't very slim in this movie, so it was nice to see that even she was a little yes. bit like you know na- natural form, if you will. Um, no, no, for sure. But I love but, that her wig is that kind of like the reference to like the Marilyn Monroe kind of like Happy Birthday, yes. Mr. President. She kind of oh had that weird big like early, but 60s it's just hair, one just, fucking giant wave. It's one wave. <laughs> yes. Well, and that's what we need to realize is like this isn't even the peak of high hair. 
You know, no. wait till you get to like 1965, hold my bear with the high hair. It's just like, <laughs> it, it, it really doesn't cap off until like the, I'd say mid late 60s, like 68. Yeah. 69. It and was then, so funny. My and then it's like everybody kind of like took a weird little break and then it just went to high hair of the early 70s, but just a different shape. It was like super oh. shellacked smooth. Remember I, that? It got like bubble hair. Everybody, yeah. You know, my so. my mom's senior portrait, though, because she was in she was in Washington State, Eastern Washington. So trends traveled slower. She had a full flip. She had a full. Yeah. Like from the but she graduated in 72. So she, I was going to say even into the like, early 70s, yeah, you still saw that like she did. Like, it was, it was like a that wow. girl flip that she had so nice yeah so those are kind of timeless like that because I used, those look really cute like i've i think those looked really good on a, well like even tracy turnblad kind of had like the mm. the cute little flip and everything <laughs> jacqueline onassis our first or ja- yeah jacqueline um bouvier it's like <laughs> jacqueline kennedy has a flip has a flip <laughs> you're now See, first lady <laughs> my mom had she had like um it was bouffanti it didn't have the flip at the bottom but it mm-hmm. was more it it definitely had i would almost say it was like a ju- like the julie andrews but like coiffured up if that was mm. the best way to describe it but it was that kind of it was like short but like like quaffed where it was a bit more round right. like but it, but it was definitely that like 19s like mid 60s look and um she was like my the picture of my mom she's 15 and i'm like you look like you're 25 because every <laughs> all the teenagers back then like they all basically dressed oh, yeah. like they worked in like don draper's office yes, and they, they were like 14 did. 15 yes. years old <laughs> I was just, so, yeah, I was like, just having so a conversation ridiculously, about that. They, like, they, like this. So like the yeah. kids in here, they're like, they're all wearing like basically like grown up clothes by this yeah. time. I love that. I love it too. Big hair that all looks all fried. and show. I know. And that's like her real hair um, in um, like, that's Ricky Lake's real hair that, that they like tease. It looks like it. I don't think that's a wig. I think oh, that's no. her when they like bleached it and then like did that. Oh my God. The bleaching. <laughs> oh, the bleaching. Process, and I no love less. how like Amber's hair is so lemony. Oh yeah, my gosh. Yeah. It's so lemony. It's very satisfying to see that it's not platinum. <laughs> So good. I love that scene when they, but when the, um, when they, when there's that weird band playing and both, um, Amber, the Von Tussles and the Turnbloods are wearing, oh my God, that band is so cringe. Mom and dad, mother daughter um, outfits. It's so good. Those mother daughter, that was actually some great outfits. They were pretty good. That was so like 80s meets 60s. I can't even. That's almost like when, um, that's almost like when Molly Ringwald butchered that gorgeous dress and pretty in pink. That's still. I'm sorry, but I remember watching that movie for the first time as a teenager, and I was like, I think I was about 16, and I was like, I'm sorry, was I supposed to be happy with that ending, what she did with that dress? I was very That was the, that was the hardest part of that movie for me, too, because I watched that same scene, yeah. and she, I was just like, she like had the dress, and she's like, um, or Annie Potts gave her the dress, and I was just like, oh my god, that's such a cute dress, I know, she you're just wear that as it is. <laughs> and then she's like, well, maybe I can make something fun out of it, and then she shows up in that awful tube, sausage Shapeless tube, and I was like, my, oh my god, like, I can't. I was just like, the fuck am I looking at? I'm oh. like, get out of here with that. You fucked that. You took that amazing dress that Annie Puss with her beehive. Remember, she wore the beehive yes. like when she was like drunk and like. In and then that. she's trying to spin so around, good. trying to like have her little hairspray mama with her and talking so about good. shit. And, oh, I just wanted to be Annie Potts, but I then like, and then. Yeah, but I just remember watching that movie and being like, yeah, like, am I supposed to be happy with these results? I'm very, because a lot of times, yes, you know, because I used to sew and I, mm-hmm. like, have you seen Pretty in Pink? I was like, yeah, that's, that's nice. That's like when people ask me if I've seen Project Runway. I'm like, yeah, I've seen yeah. it. It's nice. It's nice. <laughs> 
it's not that's not real yeah <laughs> <laughs> so true. Yes. So true. Yeah. Yeah. I have you watched? Pro- oh my god! Are you a designer, Philip? Have you watched Project Runway? <laughs> uh huh. I have. I watched every single season, every single moment. I just don't want to talk about it because it's just too intense. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it was pretty good. I think I. I think I was very, very upset about that dress. But anyway, so that's our pretty yeah. in pink corner. Um. We will not be covering that film on this podcast. <laughs> well, no, but I think that you know, I just, I just want to get it out there because I know that's everybody's favorite. Uh-huh. But I feel like it's just, it's my truth. Okay, yeah, I know. <laughs> like it's I'm just, just speaking my truth. Yeah, I'm you took a perfectly truth. beautiful dress and you made it '80s in a way that not in it a, should in not a, have oh, happened in a really awful way. You know, I was just like, like wow. What like that's when that's when they were like you know let's you know what we should do with this drop waist we should make it lower we should just we should get rid of it we all should together. make it even lower <laughs> can we just do a cone and stick our feet out of the bottom of it and then you know what we should put some giant buttons on don't forget to make it double breasted covered buttons oh, no. <laughs> all the maternity wear had a giant bow on top of your belly oh. we all remember those days oh, late 80s it's good times but you can see that a bit in this movie. I love that you can see it, yeah. an errant curly bang uh, yeah. in here that well, is very. It was 80s. really funny when they had the when they had the youth when they had the tween dance. There was a yes. lot. Of, there was a there lot, was a of, lot like, of I was 80s looking tweens. that where I was like, oh, yeah. they didn't. They didn't. They probably like did what they could with those. No, kids they were they like, bring your buy. own costume. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like, or like, we'll we'll see what you got. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but then they just like put like kind of a, a teased like bump in some of their kids' hair. Yeah, really funny. side ponytail yeah. dead giveaway with like the curly bangs or like the baby bangs and stuff that was a lot of that that were definitely very like not just because we again we talked 60s we can say the same thing with 80s like to say early 80s versus late 80s Mm -hmm. because early 80s you still had that's when people people do 80s they always fuck it up because they never make the hair big enough they never do the bangs more as defined and committed enough to really do Mid, like mid to late 80s because early yeah. to mid 80s was still like the softer hair yeah, almost like borderline Fawcett. 70s yeah. still very fair or or even that those like almost like fluffy mullet like big yeah. fair fluffy mullet look or but that then, oh my god or the 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 uh the um crystal care not crystal carrington yeah crystal carrington where it's like the bang that's separated in the front and then that like kind of bubble 100 like, percent. yes her, I, her hair yes so yes and, and that carried on through but then you get into the late 80s and then you got your spiral perm Mm-hmm. You got your hot sticks on top of your spiral perms, and then no, you I also have your really separated and defined bangs, and then which graduated into eventually into the early nineties into the wings. Yeah, you know, and then you had like, and there were different kinds. You had like the the ones you see in here, which are like the generally like all over fluffy poodle bangs. Mm-hmm. Then you had like the split bangs, where like half of them went up, and then the other yeah. half went down. Yes, and then you had the ones that actually fanned to the side, I and then know. you had the baby bang that came down. Yep. Am I hitting God. some nerves up in yes. here? I love the. I used to love the ones that were like individual. Like, yes, they were like glued yes. together. Yes, like, like five Lydia of them. from Beetlejuice had yeah. the little individual yes. bangs. Yes, so mm. weird. Mm. Yes, oh, Lydia late eighties. Oh, yes, God, so good. Yeah, but yeah. like that's why sometimes like I don't really watch them too much. But every once in a while I'll see I'll see the young people do like a a nineties or a goth eighties tutorial, and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> No. no. First of all, you used one too many eyeshadow colors, and by one too many, I mean two. Yes, it <laughs> you need to keep it one. basic. Just one. Just I see blue, no wet well products in this tutorial whatsoever. Exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> Are you using your brown eyeliner as lip liner? Then get the fuck out. Yeah. Just get out right now. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Anyway. Oh God. I mean, I could run over the storyline of this movie. Yes, I didn't yes. really write it down, but we can like, we could we'll you don't work need through to. it together. So yes. this movie is basically, um, let's see. We got, um, uh, we got Ricky Lake stars as Tracy Turnblad. She's obsessed with a show called Corny Collins, which is sort of like a local version of like Top of the Pops or mm-hmm. um, American Bandstand. So she um, and her best friend Penny Pingleton, who is played by Leslie Ann Powers, they um, basically are obsessed with the show and really want to get onto it. So they're rushing home. There's a lot of like preamble stuff where it's like kind of mm-hmm. setting up all these characters. So you're introduced to Amber Ron Tussle, played by Vitamin C, the graduation song girl, and Link Larkin, who's <laughs> played by Michael St. Gerard. I don't think he's ever worked again. Cast of thousands, you guys. I know, I mean. it really is. Um, so they're, so Amber and um, Link are kind of like the, they're, they're like the old hat, like they're part of the, um, they're, what did they, what did they call it? It's the, um, the council, the yes, Courtney Collins the Courtney council. Collins council. <laughs> so um, they're part of, they're kind of the ringleaders of that. So then they have, um, they have a, they have like a, um, a Courtney Collins hop that night that Amber Von Tussle needs to go to that night. So that's when she runs home after the show and you, you were introduced to her parents who are um, played by Sonny Bono as Franklin Von Tussle and Debbie Harry as Velma Von Tussle. Mm-hmm. They're like ultimate stage parents and all that stuff, as we mentioned before. So they're like yes. really pushing her into becoming like the most famous of the fa- of the um, locally famous people. And mm-hmm. um, it's it's just precious. And so she's trying to get <laughs> she's trying to get Queen of the Auto show. Yes, it is really. It's so tragic to see. I mean, it's like stage mom, of course. Yeah. So uh, she wants to be queen of the auto show. Um, but that, so then that night when they go to the, um, the, the hop Ricky, uh, so Tracy and Penny like sneak out and go to the hop that night and then they end up dancing and, um, Ricky Lake ends up getting, I keep calling her Ricky. Uh, so Tracy ends up getting like, they have like a dance off contest. So then, Mm -hmm. um, hosted by Motormouth Mabel, who's played by, uh, Ruth Brown. So she's like the, she's like the sassy black lady who does like, she's like kind of like a record producer slash DJ slash, you know, um, musical artist herself. And has like a Um, super bad. Badass record store. Uh, yeah, that record store is pretty fat. Um, mm-hmm. But so she's like judging the contest, and she comes down to like three couples, which includes um, you know Tracy. Um, Amber and then some other randos but then it turns out that Tracy and her partner win and then they're like and then Corny Collins is like oh my god you should come down and try to try out for the um, for the council and she's like oh my god squeal 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 and then <laughs> and then the next day they're all so her she she ends up going down with um, Penny Pingleton and then also a third um, third young lady who is a black girl um, named Nadine actually mm-hmm. uh, played by Don Hill and so they're so they're all um, you know they're all trying to um get on the show audition and the audition yeah. that's the word i was looking for thank you kindly uh so they're <laughs> auditioning for the show and um they you know they're doing the spotlight questions and like trying to make them sweat and of course you know yeah. penny folds and nadine is just like just let me on the show anything I yeah. can do to get on the show um and then of course you know tracy's cool as a cucumber and she answers mm-hmm. all the questions and then she ends up getting on the show and then uh but not before 
uh, Amber, of course, does some fat shaming. It's like, you're too fat to be on the show. And then Corny's like, you're off the show tonight. You're you're on suspension. So they suspend her from the show. And then that night, um, Tracy's on the show. And then that's a huge surprise. So Penny like runs back to um, to the Turnblad's house. And it's a huge surprise to Mr. and Mrs. Turnblad. Um, so, it, which of course, you know, Mrs. Turnblad, Edna is played by Divine. And uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Turnblad is paid by um, Jerry Stiller, who is... Um, <laughs> Ben Stiller's father. Ben Stiller's Unless dad. Unless we never forget. And also yes. George Costanza's dad on Seinfeld. That's right. So um, Very funny dude in his own right. So funny. <laughs> um, so they are surprised and shocked to see their daughter on TV. And then mm-hmm. so they get all these phone calls of people congratulating them and all this stuff. So then um, so then she gets some close-ups and all this. And then someone sends in a telegram and asks her to do the spotlight dance, um, which is which really just infuriates Amber because she was supposed to lead the spotlight dance. and The lady's choice. <laughs> yeah, the lady's choice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the lady's choice dance. So it's, and of course, she chooses none other than Mr. Link Larkin. You know, of course, infuriating. <laughs> Um, um why not though? I mean, he was kind of like giving so you dreamy. Elvis. Like he was um, giving yeah. you like, <laughs> yeah. He was giving you like safe Elvis vibes, you know? <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's mm, like he's kind of cringy, nerdy Elvis. He's yeah. everything, and then he makes out with Tracy, and then uh, when they dance together at the record saying you're like, I'm having these feelings. And then, <laughs> you're like, my pants are tight. <laughs> And then John Waters like, oh, you're having those feelings now? Uh, hold my beer. I'm going to give you a crybaby. Oh. Okay, girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The movie that launched a thousand panties. Um, and all you other girls, I give you Tracy Lords and, and full Betty Page drag. Oh, gosh, <laughs> Blonde Betty so Page drag. Jesus. So exquisite. God. Um, we'll do that movie one day. I feel like maybe. it'll, because it's, we'll you know, maybe. Maybe. Well, maybe we'll just watch it. Um, or so then, we'll just watch it. So then she's on the show and she's start you know getting all this attention and then she ends up getting a she ends up getting a gig to work as the model for the hefty hideaway um so she's now the hefty hideaway girl so then so fast forward she's like on the show and she's like getting super noticed and there's a lot of like all you know a lot of um you know, a lot of attention thrown her way. So she, of course, is, is killing Amber. But meanwhile, also all there's also trying to, um, there's a little bit of a subplot going on of trying to integrate the Corny Collins show. There's a, there's a whole integration story subplot. So then back at school, um, uh, Tracy is in class and this, she ends up getting sent to, um, she gets to spend, she gets sent to special ed because her hair is too much of a distraction. <laughs> so while <laughs> she's in there, they also, um, in, so they send a lot of hair hoppers who are, they don't want to deal with. And also, you know, bl- um, black students who they don't want to deal with either. So they send them all to special ed because, you know, that's, you know, that's, that's how just, it used to that's be. That's how it used to be. People used people are well, people were assholes and people are still assholes. Yeah. So um so then while she's there, she meets this guy named Seaweed, played by Clayton Prince, who's actually her his his mother is Motormouth Mabel. So they end up making becoming friendships and becoming become becoming friendships. They become friendships. <laughs> um so they become friends. <laughs> but of course, um Penny Pingleton's like, ooh, seaweed's kind of cute. Yep. Um, which is kind of fun too. So then they all end up going to um, the that wait they go to after they become friends they go some they do some stuff they go to like oh that's right is this the, the after that they go to like um, Motormouth Mabel's like record store and end up dancing yeah. there and then yeah. um yeah and then there's some and then they uh oh then they go and to then, the, then they go to the um the 
the there's like a dance too that's there's, just there's the a black dance, dance too. Yeah, it's like, and um, they're they're there and they're like yeah. she's hosting it, and then they all end up like hooking up and making out, so and good. then like the parents come <laughs> yes, to try to true. like take him away, and that's when they end up and like the they're running nicks. around <laughs> and they end up encountering the beatniks. <laughs> so, which I'm not gonna lie, I love how P- I love Pia Zadora's look. Like she I wanted so to look good. like that. I love Pia so Zadora. I, I love her look too. And I was just like at first I was just like they could have had Janine Garofalo play this part. Um, like she looked so much like oh, Janine for Garofalo. Sure. It was so funny and it didn't yeah. really even make sense why Pia Zadora was in this movie. Her and wig I, is fantastic. It really <laughs> is. And I'm still not clear on why Pia Zadora is even famous but you know. I don't know. I, I only know her from this movie and uh-huh. I I actually like I barely even knew what she was saying until it was much older that she was like referencing like these poets and like yes. unique poets and I love this. I love at the end she's reading from Howl and I was like wow yes. I really like nailed everything like every cliche of a fucking beatnik the and they just, just cram like, it in as much yeah. as possible they're she's like, like let's get naked and smoke you know? reefer <laughs> so, so John Waters <laughs> don't breathe it you'll get addicted <laughs> it's so good though oh my god oh my god but yeah so then they run away and then they end up getting like um so they end up getting like separate so the parents end up taking them home and of yeah. course the whole time Mrs. Um, Pinkleton is like she's worried that her daughter's running amok so she's always punishing right. her and then that's when they have a doctor who played by John Waters to be her <laughs> psychiatrist and sort of hold her captive at the house with like a cattle yes. prod and like um, they're trying to like brainwash, brainwash her, into, her like into not wanting to be racist <laughs> or just not being a human being like they don't yeah. want her to do anything exactly they just so want her funny. to be be I guess yeah so then they have like a whole um, oh this oh that was after that was all after they had that whole uh, they had the sit in at um, they had the sit in at the Courtney yes. Collins show because they wanted to integrate but then the 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 owner of the station Arvin Hodgepile also played by Divine didn't want that to happen so that all they ended up like doing staging a sit in and then the cops came and broke it up and that's when they ran over and that's and, when they broke and, to, and the, they the, yeah. to the to the dance the dance on yeah. the, the black side of town um, and then okay so then. That then fast forwards to the next thing, which was um, where they ended up. Oh, so then the next was like the next day was at the um, or the next part was at the actual like Tilted Acres, Tilted Acres, which was yeah. sort of like the precursor to the uh, to the auto show. And that, yeah. of course, the Tilted Acres is not integrated. So they're having the, sh- the Corny Collins show there and Tracy's there and Amber's there. And the whole gang is all there. And of course, the Van Tossels are like, we will never integrate, um, integrate. Tilted Acres, which of course is a dick move. Um, and then there's oh, a yeah, because big... they own Tilted Acres, yes, right? They own yes. Tilted Acres, and that's why they're rich. Um, and then there's also all of that. Um, then there was the protest outside with led by Motormouth Mabel, and then yeah. the protest, and then someone, some you know. Some bitch, some white bitch, like set off some fireworks, making it and scaring everybody, thinking it was the pull. So then they all end up rushing into the um into the theme park. Yeah, and then a whole like ro- cop riot, um police riot, um ensues. It's and then <laughs> and then some woman has a brick in her purse, and she like knocks out Link's knees. Yes, that's so funny. <laughs> she like mashes, smashes his both his knees, and he's oh just my like, god, it was the funniest. <laughs> It was so stupid. And then they haul off Tracy Turnblad and put her in reform school. And then they yes. kind of break up the riot. Um, and then so then that's goes on forward to the. Um, so there's this whole thing where they're like free. They have they stage protests for tr- free Tracy Turnblad and all that. And it's at the um, it's at the auto show. So like everyone's there. And um, while they're there, they um, 
they crown they basically um, announced the winner of the auto show which was voted on by the um, you know by the public and Tracy won but since she's in reform school they have to give it to Amber Von Tussle and everyone hates Amber so <laughs> yeah so she's like she takes it regardless she's just like I don't care I won even if she, yep. I won by default <laughs> so she's like you see this crown bitch yeah she's like I don't care how it's I on my it. head she's like she, I love that and she's like she has roaches in her hair I know <laughs> She's just throwing anything out there. The best. God, she's so she's like the best villain. I love it. So then, um, then Motormouth Mabel ends up like chaining herself to the to the governor because he was the one who opened. It's a whole thing where she ends. Oh up yeah, getting, yeah. So Motormouth Mabel ends up getting um, Tracy pardoned and taken let out of. <laughs> let out of reform school and then they rush her over to um they rush her over to the auto show and then she um she claims her crown um and then there's there's this whole thing with like a bomb in um uh you know Velma von Tussle's wig because they didn't want her to lose and then they end up integrating the auto show which end up integrating the corny collins show and it's like all all's well that ends well because she you know because tracy turnblad assumes her throne as queen of the auto show and That's amber right. and the fawn tussles are thrown out <laughs> Yes, after that's, the wig, the wig explodes, the wig and that's that's probably the most upsetting part to look at. Even as a kid, is like <clears throat> Debbie Harry's face when like the the wig has been blown out is like the stuff <laughs> of nightmares. So it reminds me of like Large Marge when you watch Pee Wee Herman. There's always they're oh, like, yeah. I don't want to watch it. I don't want to read. Yeah, it's like that. Oh my Sorry. god, it's true. God, yes. <laughs> I mean, so. That's the that's the that's the high level, the thirty thousand view, thirty thousand feet view of um of hairspray. Yeah. The end. So Kathleen, let's talk about what are you some of your favorite looks in this movie. Let's Gosh. really highlight the. Let's like tell it what it is, girl. Well, um, <laughs> I think I would have to say my favorite looks, just number one, are the mother daughter matching outfits oh, because yes. um, either whether it's um, Amber and her mom or Tracy mm-hmm. and her mom, I think they're fantastic and they fit them both really well. Like, um, like whoever did the tailoring on mm-hmm. him, like even with like, like you look at how it is, like there's there's barely a drag. Like I'm actually watching it now. Like the way that those sheath dresses fit on both her and Tracy. I'm sorry, on Edna and Tracy, like mm-hmm. there's not a drag line in them. Like you can tell they've been really like well fitted and then yeah. they've got all those gorgeous little flowers and then they've I got the little the flowers, flowers like in the godet, yes. like at the yes. back. The um, and it just is so cute with her personalities. And I love how she always has like a little bow on top of her bouffant because it makes her very teenager. It feels very young. Um, <laughs> it's like right at the top and, of her bags. And, but, and it works. It's like it just it works because, yeah, I just I love it. And um and then, um, yeah, so those are probably my favorite, like, as far as favorite looks. But then, as you said, Debbie Harry has some, oh. I'm sorry. Either way, <laughs> Mrs. Debbie Van Harry. Tussle. She's got some great looks, too. I love, like, we tra- were talking about that first look with the little crop top with the oh, ruffle God. that, like, scoops up into, like, a backless top so at good. the back and then her little cigarette pants and then her um her outfit at tilted acres when you first see her she looks oh, like she's yeah. like palm springs circa 1967 so oh, with her God. big old blonde hair and her little pants and then like it's almost like a like a painted top mm-hmm. um I love but just that top. yeah like that's a really that's a really really good look too um and I mean, like Amber has got some good looks. Um, like she's always got some really great dresses. And I wanted to also highlight, I think one of the things you also really see that feels very real is that 
Tracy doesn't have, for the most part, when you see her every day, mm-hmm. she doesn't have the best fitting clothes. Right. And yeah. I, I really want to highlight, like, what it has, up until maybe even recently, and even now we've got issues, how it was so hard if you were not a certain size. Mm-hmm. Not even really... You didn't have to even be super plus. If you were not a certain size, you were really left to the wind as far as having clothes that would fit you well. Um, You were often – like I love that you can really see her blouses. It's like it's obvious like her blouse – she picked her blouse to fit her bust, but like the sleeves are a little long and a little big. Like the way that her, um, I'm sorry, you're talking about Tracy Turnblad, the way her like pencil skirts fit, they're almost like – I don't, I don't know if they're necessarily elastic waist, but they've definitely like, I know those looks and yeah. I know that's, that's, that's when you, when you don't have a pattern, when you don't have things that like a lot to work with, you are often cheated. Like she's up, like there's times like you literally can see she's wearing a white blouse and it's probably a men's blouse, but like it, in order to make it fit her at the bust, everything else is a little bit bigger mm-hmm. and it just, it doesn't show that finesse of tailoring that I think that I haven't seen the new hairspray, but I can probably assume that like when you see a lot of these people um, are almost like mythically tailored (laughs) into beautiful looks, uh, even when they're bigger, like Mad Men, for example, which is wonderful and full fantasy. But like, I love that. Like, that's what my mom was talking about, like even way back in the day of like, this movie has a, a realness to it just mm-hmm. because of how it was made and when it was made and what they had to work with. You know yeah. what I mean? So like, anyway, I just wanted to highlight that too. Like as far as from a costuming perspective, how like genuine that is. And you know, sh- like you are really limited where, and you see that like Amber has the most beautiful, adorable dresses. So it's yeah. easy to like say, well, those are my favorites, you know? But, um, but I guess from a costuming standpoint, I really do love, I love Tracy and I love Edna's like house dresses. Mm-hmm. Like whoever those were built to fit her. Those were yeah. built to fit her body with all the padding and stuff on them. And they, yeah, they just, they really like show who the person is. They look worn in and warm and endearing. Yeah. And you're like, you know, this bitch gives you the best hugs. Uh, and like, <laughs> <laughs> she just smashes your face. You know? right and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then also like shout out to all the men's stuff. There's some really fantastic men's shirts and like polo shirts that are like straight up we're actually trying to like i saw one kid dancing and he's wearing this knit polo top we're i'm full on trying to do a top like that for girls right now like like the way the lines are and everything because it captures that like retro Mm -hmm. california you know look and so um it's just really cool to see like yeah to see some of these and this is like my favorite era i think for like when it comes to like young dudes dressing like oh so pretty so pretty those pants and the hair and Link is so pretty. Oh, Link is so pretty. <laughs> well, they they put him in an all red outfit in that end. I, that was a choice. Oh, I don't yeah. know wonder. I don't know what so that was. Oh, <laughs> but he looks he looks so good, and he looks like Elvis, and he he looks he looks good. <laughs> anyway, what are your looks? What are your favorites? <laughs> I mean, I have to highlight like my one of my favorites, of course, is when she's doing the I'm a hefty hideaway girl and she has that trapeze yes. dress with, oh the, my with God, the ostrich boas down at the bottom. Yes, and, and the like, hefty hideaway but, girls, like all the women shopping looked amazing. Well, there's too. that, but when she does the commercial with it, like she's like doing the she thing where she's walking it. down the little runway, but she has this perfect little, like cute little, like chiffon trapeze shaped dress with like the feathers down on the, on the bottom. And then she, I takes, love it. then she takes the tiniest little bite of that snowball and you're like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> 
It's so gross. But it's so I know. Good. Oh my god. Um, I love that. The body language is so dainty. She does she, like little yes. waves and kind of hi, you know, and like very. She's just the cutest little thing. She's so I love cute. her, and I just love how like I I just love her energy. She just like is so so good. Truly, I, love her. I think that's the point of yeah. Tracy. Is that's like you know everybody loves her, and that's one of the things like Amber just can't understand that, but it's because she's like, but. You're fat and poor. How does that work? I'm doing yeah. all the things. And it's like, yeah, exactly. you know, it's like Sometimes charisma. It's and also, you're a fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just because you're rich doesn't mean you can't leave. Yeah, or pretty. Or yeah. pretty. You know, like, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. I think there's also, like, Edna's. Edna has that, like, roses dress with the little, like, she's got this beautiful yes. little with her big red hair. is so beautiful, and I love it. They um, stacked her hair up almost so like Barbara Streisand in Clear yes. Days. <laughs> so big. I love it. Love it. Um, uh, let's see. So I love that look, and I love um, I love her art. I mean, her roach gown is everything. Like fantastic. Why hasn't every? I mean, if you're gonna do Halloween, do if you're gonna do Halloween, do Ricky Lake in this with the roach. Gown. Oh my god! Like, I know. What would the, you? Could you so get that like printed on spoon? Because those were big yeah, ass roaches. Yeah. I guess spoon flower. Easy. And yeah. let me just say, that shade of pink is straight so up out good. of the 80s. That yes. is 1987, 88 pink, okay? Yeah. like That, like, puce <laughs> color. <laughs> so but I good. love it. I love it so much. Oh, God. There's so many good... There's... I... Oh my God, there's just so many good looks. I love um, the last look that, um, you know, Mrs. Von Tussle's in where she has the kind of like um, like netted lace, almost, yes. like trapeze shaped dress is really cool. And like, there's just so many the good The trapeze look. dresses in here yeah, are pretty fierce. Yeah, really, really You know, good. like, yeah. yeah. That's a cute shape. Like, I love that. It it's is like a really cute kinda shape. kind of fitted over the bosom, but then it kind of, it flares out, but there's no seams and stuff. It's really cool. It's um, also a great way to like show your legs. If you've got yeah. just like legs out, you know, mm, <laughs> so totally. even if you did leggings or pants or something, it's really cute. But completely, yeah, yeah. God, and, and then, I um, love um, even oh, sorry. even um, Mr. Turnblad has some good looks too. He's like kind of dressed. He's got like some cool like kind of um, camp collar shirts that are all printed yes. and stuff. I was gonna say really he's cute. got like some really awesome campy shirts that are like mm-hmm. I think they're like from that time. They look super Possibly, authentic, yeah. you know, like the prints and stuff. I think there's one and, that actually um, has like golf balls on it. <laughs> It's yeah, like, so random. It's so and it's good. like it's and that's the thing is and then and Cor- uh, Corny Collins wears a couple of shirts like that too, where you could almost like because I know at that time they were starting to do too. that, and they're mm-hmm. like they're almost like revival of the '60s and the '80s, but yeah, you know, but yeah, he's got some good looks too. His little pink tuxedo at the end, um, and the shoes. I feel like yeah. they really nailed the shoes and stuff oh, in yeah. here. The girl, the women's shoes are really cute. Those little kitten heel pumps and like, and also the white pumps. Yeah. Which I just love the white pumps. So good. Love them. But yeah, they've got, they've all got the, the little ballet flats and then the little mm-hmm. kitten heels that are definitely not, those are not 80s shoes. Those are like yeah. 60s, that, that toe shape. It's like that vintage Ferragamo that look good on every foot, but they're also very, from what I understand, very wearable. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I love that. That that makes um, the silhouettes look super authentic because even yeah. some of the people who are wearing like, they're kind of wearing more like. 80s or modern like clothes that they're trying to slip in they'll still be wearing like a very authentic white shoe or like with like good hair and the white lipstick so you're like they're really trying to like make it work you know yeah um 
I imagine yeah. that they probably didn't have a huge budget, you know. To oh no, movie, no, no. So that's, they did that's a pretty the thing good job. Is like, they did a fantastic job. Like I was just even rewatching it, and like Penny has these fantastic Barbie curtains where they're like little like like Barbie girl like dolls and dresses, oh and they're all dancing all over the curtains. Oh and man, like so yeah, there's some attention to detail in here that they probably were just like again, it was only probably about a, a 25 years out, so yeah, a lot of this true. stuff was readily available, and this was all before the internet and ebay and i mean this was actually at a time where you would go to i mean i remember going to thrift stores and stuff in like the early to mid 90s and mm-hmm. you couldn't pay somebody to take some of this stuff off your hands yeah. and now it's like super cool and kitschy yeah. but at the time it was like in the 80s that was very ticky tacky like mm-hmm. anything from that time would have been like no <laughs> it's true it it's is. really no, true yeah, i like, totally agree like, you would not be caught dead wearing anything, like, the idea of wearing anything like 60s or bell bottoms or anything in, like, the 80s, like, 1990s oh, yeah. or, like, no. 89. Hell no. No. Hell no. You know? Or oh. something super low and hip hugger? Mm, oh, totally. No. no. <laughs> anyway. I hate to cut it short, but I have to I have to run, of all things, if you can oh, imagine no. it. Um, but thank you. You don't s- want to just keep talking about it. I know. I wish I could, from- but I have to go. I have a thing that I have to run to, which is a bummer. But, um... I'll figure it out. Um, but thank you so much for joining us today. Yes. Um, you can always keep in touch with us over on social media. Um, OHR podcast on Twitter. OH old Hollywood realness on Facebook, Instagram, old Hollywood realness at Gmail. If you have thoughts and prayers, you want to send us uh, join our Facebook group, OHR podcast darlings. People mm-hmm. are talking to each other over there and interfacing um, and talking about movies and stuff. It's great. Sharing stories and things. It's wonderful. Um, give us five stars and um, review us over on iTunes. It really helps with visibility. And visibility is important, as always. And I want to thank Kathleen for being my co host. Oh, I want to thank you, Bella. This <laughs> oh, is the best. Yay. Even during hard times, know, we got right? this. <laughs> and, uh, um, as always, thanks for listening to OHR and pour some gravy on it. Let's dance. <laughs> Bye. Test, test, beep, boop. Test, test, beep, boop. Boop, boop, beep, boop. <laughs>